Anyway, what's your number one? My number one is Merry Christmas, Baby, but it is specifically the Otis Redding version, not the original. Anybody here to see the you, Otis? Ain't <laughs> nobody here to see you, Otis. <laughs> Did she die? The the white girl? Oh, you you recording? Hey, yeah. what up? What up? What's going on? <laughs> we ain't talk about nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh my god! Welcome to the I don't have enough words podcast. It's your boy Odd, and it's your girl, the Chefette. All right. So, and um, it's episode four. Yay! Yeah. Consistency. <laughs> My voice What's... is hella raspy. It's been this way for like a week. I don't know what to do about it. Oh, I thought you was just tired of me. Mm, that tired. too. Uh, yes, yeah, I am tired. I, I can't wait I had for a long, these gifts. I had a long week this week. And I have to buy Christmas presents. I'll buy yours later since you're going out of town. And I won't see you till after... January starts anyway, so yeah, it's gonna be fun. I'm gonna be yeah. Yeah, you have I'll, fun. I'll probably leave like next, I, next Wednesday. It's gonna so be cold in I'll Seattle. Wrap it up for you and everything. And a cold. Yeah. Aren't we gonna have to skip a week since you're going? Um, I guess. Well, next week is what? Next week is Christmas Eve. Um, I don't even have like a computer or nothing to to. I wasn't gonna bring my computer. I mean, maybe, all right, then. But... So I guess we're skipping Christmas week. <laughs> and, and what about New Year's week? week? I, what's the week my birthday. That's the Thursday, right? So maybe. So what if we don't skip Christmas and then like skip the next day? So that way you could turn up. Oh, okay. <laughs> she just got real quiet. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean well we're, we're yeah we're i might online, i so. might be going i don't know what i'm gonna do for my birthday i was planning on going to savannah but today i was suggested possibly offered a trip to uh california so we'll see how that goes so i might go to california and you got hoes in california mm-hmm. in different areas so suggested kind of offered that sounds like a you mind like your a, business. Hey, I'm just saying. Sounds like a good podcast episode. <laughs> All right. So, what are we? What are we learning today? Who, who's down? Learn. Who's down for the edge of vacation? Well, it's the week before Christmas. I have a lot of shopping. Not a lot. I have a very little amount of shopping to do that adds up to a lot of money. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I have to buy like three presents, and it's just it's just money. Yeah, I kind of gotta buy some stuff too. I bought. See, the thing is, I always wait to the last minute to to order shit. 
So, like, I know stuff is yeah, going to get here in time. So, I have to buy a yeah. bunch of small shit. I was about to say, and then with the, the, with the co- you know, a lot of people are on delays with shipping already because everybody's inside shopping. Yeah. And now it's Christmas. You really should have ordered that stuff a while ago. So, look, it's not my fault. It's Trump's fault. It's absolutely your fault because you knew ahead of time. No. Because this has been with you since, like, the fall. I wear masks. <laughs> It's not my fault. Um, yeah. You should, uh... <laughs> it's your fault for not ordering early. You know people are inside buying the things and everybody's being delayed. Can't help it's it. even worse for Christmas. I'm secure. I'm insecure. If you had to order anything for Christmas, you should already have that shit written at your house. Nah. <laughs> Too insecure. And a perfectionist. Like, I, I get uh, anxiety and depressed when I think about spending money. <laughs> That's the plight of a black, I think. Of a black. So, yeah, we were about money all the time. But sometimes some people like to spend money and make them feel better. And then once they spend it, they look at their bank account and they feel bad again. But No, just buy some penny stocks. That way, so all these people out here are saving money. You know what I'm saying? I save your money. Put if you put it in a bank. I don't understand. If you put it in a bank, the money's going to depreciate. So if you put it in a penny stock, or if you buy low, you know, say eventually it's going to go up at least a little bit. So you'll have more money than you started, and you just treat it like a savings account where you you're not taking it out. But anyway, it's a subject for another time. We're We're talking about capitalism, baby. Spend that money for Jesus. No? You stupid. That's what that's Jesus, what they're doing. Jesus' birthday wasn't in December. Oh, we all know that. Do we? I mean, unless you, unless you got unless you got a picture of white white Jesus up. Probably don't, but I'm just playing. I, I don't want to be I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to be I'm out here triggering people. My bad. I'm just talking <laughs> shit. I don't wanna get oh. don't want nobody in the in the DMs, you know what I'm saying? We don't need we're we're not gonna be successful until we start getting hate mail, but we don't need it right now. You know what I'm saying? That's the mark of let's, success. Yeah, let's just let's just keep the mood nice and holly. Okay. I always I love you. when we you get love me. uh when we have like an actual manager, that's when we're successful. A manager. Uh-huh. We need a manager for it. We need an assistant. It's the same thing. They book your things, your interviews. They get you gigs and jobs and sponsorships, and Not as an agent. they handle paperwork. We'll a manager. We'll we'll they manage. Title. No, agents only look for gigs. They don't do other things. Oh, so they're like a agent and a slave. I thought you could say assistant, but if you oh, I guess well, <laughs> whatever floats your boat, I guess. Oh God! <laughs> Slaves don't get paid. Well, yeah, but the assistant does. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, if you're doing both so that's jobs, why I thought you were just saying assistant instead of jumping straight to slave, slave manager. Like what? Semantics. I am trying to get a discount to get this present for my 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 BFF. And it's just so difficult. Target make it so difficult for Target employees to get discounts. You can't just use like your your discount 
You got to only use cash or a Target gift card or a Target credit card I thought you was gonna to be right. able to use your discount. And I'm like, so if you have your own credit card, you can't get the discount because you're using your credit card? Fuck you, Target. I don't want your raggedy <laughs> credit card. Just tell them, you know, the way you got your money set up. You got to check in the account. Who can't cash? And Corona. you got to move all the money from your savings account to the check so account. So I got to go buy a gift card just to get this raggedy discount? Three to five business days. So stupid. Oh, speaking of, we're supposed to get a refund of some money that... Refund? Yeah. Some app I downloaded charged me money, and I didn't even open the app yet. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I told him, I said, give me my money back, and I'm deleting your app. That's what I told them. Who you downloaded apps from? It doesn't matter. So... There you go. Does Jahai know about all this? I don't know because they might be a sponsor one day. <laughs> hey. It's not a bad app. It's just I never really got around to using it. So I was like, this isn't going to help me because I, I'm not even organized enough to actually open the goddamn app. So, But my friend, who I'm trying to get her discount through, is taking so long to respond. And I'm so impatient. I just want to know what the game plan is so I can get these gifts and be done with it. My boss at home sending me text messages, giving me assignments and shit. Every time I get messages like this from him, all I think about is how I don't want to work with <laughs> somebody anymore. I like I like him. He's a good boss, but like shit like that, like you're at home, I'm at home. Like they're like they send me assignments, basically. They're like, we're we're giving out vaccination shots every day for the next two weeks from seven to eight, and we need snacks provided for everybody. Come up with a game plan. We'll meet, have a meeting in the morning at night. And I'm like, nigga, a game plan meeting in the morning. That's the only way that's gonna happen is if I do this work. At home. That sound like home. And I'm at home. Yeah, I ain't doing that shit. You, can you imagine? You, you imagine you you in middle school and your teacher texts you in the middle of the night like, "Hey, nigga." <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel. I'm like, you better not cheat on question you, four. <laughs> giving me assignments like your teacher at home, you at home, and they just text you an assignment. Right, you trying to watch like, Dragon Ball Z and it's shit. It's seven o'clock, eating seven cereal. p.m., and they like. I know you home. Go ahead and do page eighty-three. Uh, odd numbers only. I'm like, the fuck, I'm like, bitch. I'm off the clock. <laughs> yeah. Leave me alone, God. Leave me alone. Huh. This podcast needs to pop so I can quit. Pop, pop, pop. But well, I don't need to go away so I can go back teaching. But uh, mm, I'm an elective teacher, so it's not important. So. Ain't nobody looking to hire no fucking culinary teachers right now. Homework these nuts. Why not? You could cook virtually and just mail it to them. <sighs> so. I can do. Wait, 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 wait. What? 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 <laughs> I missed what you said because I was reading this fucking. Me- I'm sorry. So that's your problem. Always reading is shit. It? it is. Gotta live that's- life. Live life on the edge. <laughs> 
Hey man, you know every evil thing has been put into words. What? Words are evil. That's all I'm saying. Okay. That's that's the logic. Just go with it. All right. That way, at the end of the podcast, we'd be like, "Psych," and then like (laughs) throw that word of the day on them. Stupid. <laughs> so right. uh, the, uh, this is going to be a, a lot a light hearted episode today because tis the season and jingle balls, of hmm. course. And we're going to talk about like Christmassy things. Um, what the fuck was I about to say? You I sound like late. really different. You sound like a, a drunk substitute teacher. So that's you, odd, you came specific. in. Are you talking about somebody? Because that's too. You sound like you. <laughs> you sound like you came in on your day off, and it was like, bro, what, what, what chapter y'all on? I right, read that shit again. <laughs> that's what you sound like. I um, I have no idea why my voice is this way. This time last year, when I got my job, I had laryngitis and I couldn't speak at all for three months. Three months. Three months. And then when I was able to speak, I sound just like this for like another two months. Well, you and... know, you know, uh, Corona was was in through the states uh, this time last year. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like you know, because my cousin, a couple of my cousins got really sick for like exactly two, two to three weeks, and it was like lung stuff and stuff like that. But but that was before like people even knew about. Right. right, you know what I'm saying. It so was, I knew about I knew that because there was like a really really bad outbreak of what they thought was the flu around yeah. Mardi Gras season in New Orleans, and um, when I heard about the corona, I was like, oh shit, that must have been while some people was catching mm-hmm. the flu at the Mardi because Mardi Gras is hella crowded, it's packed, it's it's a lot of fun, but. You know, Wait, Mardi Gras was... when I talk about Mardi Gras to people out here that's not from Louisiana, mm-hmm. they got the wrong idea of what Mardi Gras is. They think it's like freak me. And then people's like, oh, I want to go to Mardi Gras. I well, wanna, that's all they show. You know, pull out my titties and hit some balls across the head. Who, who, who want to pull out? I'm like, what? Who want to pull out? I, keep, I look at them and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I say you watch Girls Going Wild in 1993 and you think that's what Mardi Gras looks like? That's what I saw. First of all, that's probably a private what I grew party that you saw in the video or those people got arrested. I say because the police ride around in horses and they will clock your ass. That's how they get beat. That's, that's what, not how they get that's beat. What, that's how they get beat. That's what America all, media fuck. told me. If you, don't, if you don't think it's not cold, Ain't nobody ripping their titties out. It is fucking cold. We are out there in bubble jackets. One. Well, you never know. Two. You Mardi Gras is like a family thing. Like we drank or whatever. Cause in Louisiana, you just drink. You don't have to like. Have, they don't have like an open. Like you could be outside with liquor. But there's kids everywhere. There's kids in the parade. There's there's like high schools and middle schools in the parade as marching band. You can't be whipping out your genitals. There's kids out here. You will get fucked up. If you pull your titties out around one of these black mamas, white girl from Wisconsin who finally got a chance to go to Mardi Gras, you're going to get your shit rocked. Okay? Sideways. 
<laughs> Why are you laughing? I mean, like <laughs> we explaining this to people, and they be like, "Oh, I, I didn't, I didn't know. I thought everybody be pulling their titties out." I said, "Nobody." That's what. That's that's pull their titties out. I said, "When you see that shit on TV, <laughs> that's what you're supposed to do. Right you go to Mardi Gras. Always all the way up on a balcony somewhere. They're not on the ground because they mm. will get their chin checked." Ain't nobody pulling their titties out. That's what that's People associated with, with Mardi Gras. And breasts, that's only associated breasts with tourists. Our breasts come second after Mardi Gras. Not even like wings, not even like beads. It's breasts. Wings. Mardi Gras and breasts. That's that's that's, that's a, how I grew that's up. A mis- that's a misconception. You grew up in fucking New York. <laughs> uh no, I grew up in South. South Carolina. Yeah. I'm just saying that's what American no, media to- I, told me. You gotta claim New York because you wear Tams all year round and bubble vests hey, with shorts. Hey. Nobody dressed like that, but niggas from New York. Yeah, when I'm from New York, but when it comes summer, to, I don't I say like, I, I grew up in New York. Why are you wearing? It's hot, nigga. Like you got on a bubble vest, but with no shirt. But there's no Tams. sleeves. It's no sleeves. <laughs> So it works. You know what I'm saying? You, man. Bubble has no sleeves. You know how, you know how what, motherfucking fly what, I look? What is it for? I wore, is the bubble I wore a scarf for the warm first time. Why is the bubble vest not to keep you warm? It's, it's See, fashionable. Bubble coats are for warmth. But a bubble vest, it's for what? It's, it's to for, keep your it's for swag. Warm? It's for swag. Okay. It's that drip. You know it's what I'm a saying? useless piece of garment. Nah. A vest? Okay, that's for fashion. You just don't understand. A bubble vest—it's like insulated nothing. All right, I'll keep. How about I'll keep my bubble vest and Tim's, and you keep your breastless Mardi Gras. How about that? Are you stupid? <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, I I normally don't say I grew up in New York because I only left. I left when I was seven. But oh, I get it. So you know. I got broken in in the South. You feel me? That dirty, dirty. One of my friends from high school, he got like real bad ADHD and he constantly sending me messages on Facebook. And I don't know what's wrong. I would love to like see a visual. I wish there was a way to see a visual of what's going on in people's heads. You know what I mean? Oh, there's a couple games <laughs> like, out there. I should make a game and just, just so and just you can visualize what's going see on. It. And see it. I want to see it on the screen, like what's happening. I thought I had a lot of tabs open, but this dude got pop ups going on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like remember when you just get a virus and then pop ups keep coming? Yeah, that's that's what's that's happening. That makes sense. Each message is like a complete. It's like the beginning of a new conversation. Each message, you, <laughs> like uh, you used to hit me up like that randomly. Yeah. See, though, no, like the okay. thing about this, like people, people text differently. Okay, you're the only person. You're the only person that would text me. Hey, like the like time is relative to the real world, and when I'm texting you, everybody else, I could be like, "Yo, what you want for dinner?" Ten hours later, you could be like chicken, and then. They could say, what you doing? And then 12 hours later, I could be like, yo, I'm uh, playing this game right right now. What you doing? 13 hours later or two weeks later, man, I ain't doing shit. What you doing? Like, that's how text messages 
conversation. That's how conversations work on the phone. You be like, no. You you be like, uh, no. Yes, yeah, yes. No. You be like, you at work? No. And I hit you up like two hours later. Like, no. oh no, I'm not. And you be like, well, no. yeah, damn. Now I know. <laughs> Shit, where you been? What's going on? Why you no. ain't respond? I'm like, no. damn, chill. No. No, none of my text messages are like that. Yeah, so you be like, like even, what you doing next week? When they text me back, they're available. We are texting. It's exactly like talking on the phone. No, Normally, it's not. Or else I would just call you. It's not no, like not talking on the phone. You, not with you. Not with you. No, you not cr- with you. <laughs> no, no, you're right. No, not with you is not. No, no. Is I'm talking about... <laughs> I like you throwing shit over there. <laughs> I'm talking about my other friends. My other friends. That's who I'm talking oh, about. Man. My other friends. They respond accordingly. And then I respond. No. And then they respond. And then we have a conversation. No. You send fucking word pigeons. Call me. Through the phone. And then I got a feed. You know, I send a text. It's like you received a pigeon. You gotta like let it take a nap. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a long distance, you know, intimate no, intimate conversation where we have a we have a we have a strong mail. relationship. I'll just right? be like, hey, on a piece of paper, I'm gonna post it, send it. <laughs> when you get it on Wednesday, you can go what up and send it back to me. Why the fuck am I wasting my battery if I could just send you some fucking mail? Exactly. Why am I? Why? Why are we? Why am I wasting my thumb energy texting you when I, I could just pick up the phone? One, because I'm at work, I can't talk on the phone. I don't work naked in a fucking bonnet at home. <laughs> in a bed. Hey, easy, like easy, easy. We'll be airing <laughs> like my, some people, we'll be airing out my business like that. <laughs> you claimed it. Nobody knew who I was talking about. Look now. All right. Next subject. <laughs> Cool. Next subject. Two, I'm also texting like three other people. So it's very easy for me to manage my conversations via text because I'm not on the no, phone. Nobody, nobody talks like that. You, nobody texts TV, like that. We I'm we text like that in high school. We're grown friends. now. I text like that now. No. First of all, I didn't text like that in high school because I had a fucking flip phone. That's your problem. With, oh, that's, that's, that's your ailment. It's a raggedy ass Android. First of all, iPhone ain't never had no flip phone. So what what kind of phone do you have? A, a, a I had BlackBerry. A fucking, no, a Samsung. I, I did. I had a BlackBerry. I thought I was somebody, but before I got my BlackBerry, I had the singular silver flip phone. That silver shit that everybody had. Yeah, yeah. He's playing yeah. playing Snake on it. Yeah, and I yes, and I had to text with the T nine. I had to text with the T nine because you got to hit the key seven times to get to the letter. Mm-hmm. I wasn't well, talking like that because the shit was painful. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then you had to hit the same button three times. I <laughs> started texting like crazy. I'm like, nigga, I'm still on this flip phone. Yo, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they get your skills up. That's the problem. You know what I'm saying? You and, and but the, I'm saying like everybody did it then because everybody had like everybody had minutes. We couldn't call. We, the razor? I couldn't call you before six. Oh my God. You know what I'm saying? So we was texting. They hit the wrong shit. Why'd you have a razor? Ugh. I didn't have a razor. I knew people that had one. I had the silver phone. I'm saying. Everybody had minutes, and you're, I'm not gonna call you oh before God, six. Minutes. 
That's why everybody had to. That's why everybody was texting. Personal business through the chirp. Nigga, where you at? Where you at? Yo, I loved. I loved. I loved my boost phone. I loved my boost phone. Talking about loved it. Shit in public with the fucking chirp, and I used to be like, loved it. You can't track it. And it was like, yo, minutes. my shit used to go off in church all the time because <laughs> I had this, for whatever reason, I always had my, my, my phone ringer on high all the time. And for whatever reason, motherfuckers always want to hit me up when I'm in church. <laughs> that shit was so loud. <laughs> Where you at? <laughs> Where you at? <laughs> like, damn, shit. That was funny. Because we didn't have, we didn't have a signal in school. I had them brick buildings, so. Everywhere else is straight. It was it was good times. Good times. <laughs> Alright, so what are we talking about? What are, <laughs> what are we talking about? What are you talking about? Uh damn, what were we talking about? You started something, right? What's the uh what you got on the paper? It's holiday season. Yeah, I said that. So I wanted to talk about Christmas music. So look, yesterday, because uh, I know Everybody has like their standards that they play at their family Christmas get together. And I have the ones I grew up with and they're like my favorites because I grew up listening to it with my grandma. But yesterday we had a holiday meal at work. We had to feed all the employees. It was exhausting. I was like conducting an orchestra up in that motherfucker because we still had to serve visitors in the cafeteria. Still have to serve the patients and all their diets and I got all that going on. And then at the same time, I'm serving like 800 employees free meals with options, mind you. So we had prime rib, we had chicken, I made a honey glazed chicken. And then I made the glaze. I wasn't about to cook all that chicken. And then um, we did a veggie pot pie for vegetarian option. Oh, how cute. So, and then we had a side of cabbage and roasted garlic potatoes, rolls, and cake. Because of Corona, last year, everybody comes to the cafeteria and pick up their food. It was like a long line. Everybody was in there crowded, listening to Christmas music, chilling. Because of Corona, we packed everything up and delivered it to the units. So I had to get managers to sign up to come help pack food and come help deliver food. So we were building carts and sending it up you know, via directors and managers. And then I had some of the managers slaving. And it was so funny. It was like complaining. They're like, oh my God, this is this is hard. This is work. Y'all got me in here like a sweatshop. And I looked at them and I was like, and we do this every day. Ungrateful bitches. <laughs> they are. <laughs> they ungrateful. Jeez. So, <laughs> Obviously you had to get all that out of your system. <laughs> Christ. So, so, I'm playing Christmas music because one of the ladies, my my department, obviously is the kitchen because I'm the executive chef. She, this lady was singing Christmas music when we first started. So I was like, oh, let me play some Christmas music for y'all. I keep my beat pill in my office. So I brought it in the kitchen and I started playing like traditional Christmas music because it was a white lady. We only have three white people that work in our department. Every... The majority of my department is from Jamaica and Guyana. So it's like a bunch of black and Indian people there. Uh, uh. Oh, and some Ethiopians too. And then three white people. So the white lady singing Christmas music. I started playing Christmas music. I played it for like an hour and I was like, oh God, I'm sick of this shit. 
And I was like, all right, it's enough of that. So I switched the playlist to all black Christmas, everything black Christmas. <laughs> what? That's the name of the <laughs> kind of category is that? <laughs> no, I think that was like the name of the playlist. I just typed it in Spotify black Christmas and they had all these different lists people made like the blackest Christmas ever and stuff like that. So, Motherfuckers be so ratchet. <laughs> Man, so I picked one list and it started playing like trap Christmas music. Hey. I was like, oh, Right, go ahead. So I changed it to oh, another list. Go ahead. And the lady came downstairs, the other white lady that worked there. She's the most, she's a redneck. She's so country. She's the only person I ever heard say over yonder in real life. So I'm playing Run DMC Christmas in Hollis, right? Which is a classic. And this Jamaican lady who came to help us, she's a nurse. She was getting it. She was enjoying herself and everybody's singing and whatever. And she's like, what the hell is that? This ain't Christmas music. I want to hear Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer. <laughs> and I looked at her and I said, girl, we ain't listening to that. We played that unseasoned shit earlier. We playing this now. And she was like, well, I was upstairs earlier. I said, I don't know what to tell you. I said, but I'm tired of hearing that bland Christmas music. We ain't listening to that no more. I said, this run DMC. I said, you gonna like it. <laughs> she was so mad. She like stomped off somewhere. I don't know where she went. She hated it. Every time it was like a rap song or anything. She was like, what is this? This ain't Christmas music. What is this? And I was like, this is flavor. It's for the culture. Such a goddamn mouth. <laughs> and as I was playing it, that that playlist was like 200 songs, right? Have you been talking? Uh, have I? Because your your microphone was on mute just now. But if you was talking, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's on mute? Wait, wait. Nah, I've been saying. I took it off. What do you mean you took it off? Well, it was on mute on my end, so I guess I just couldn't hear it. I could but when you. I go back and listen to I it, I can't mute you. No, I see the little bars on my. I've been, I've been talking. I haven't been responding because I couldn't hear you. Wow, so. you muted me. Wow, I thought this was a mutual relationship in this podcast. You over here? Why you put in the chat? It was an accident. My uh, computer went to sleep, and I clicked the mouse to turn it on. I think I hit the thing. Wow. So yeah, she was just upset. She stumped off, and I never, I never played Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer. I was like, "Girl, get the fuck out of here." All we I, listening to Donny Hathaway. All I said, all I said was, uh, um, all I said was, it ain't Christmas until DMX busts up in there with some Rudolph. They gonna dance around, dance around, plaster a racist. Dominic, you would have died in a blister. <laughs> but do you recall? Oh my God. I, told this, this I told this girl at work, she's from California. I told her, um, DMX has a Christmas song, and she was like, What? I was like, You never heard mm-hmm. Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer by DMX? And she was like, No. I said, yeah. She said, do he bark? I said, absolutely. <laughs> and 
And she was like, oh, my God. I said, uh, yeah. How have you not heard this? Right. See, only... Classic. Only, I love it. Only it's the culture, hilarious. man. Only, only the culture would uh, respect that shit. Respect that shit. He's man. like, Rudolph the Red Nose. What? What? Had a very Come on. Come on. <laughs> it's so funny. Did you see the video of him singing it? Uh, At the Breakfast Club? Yeah. Yes. Oh, God. It's hilarious. Fire. So I was talking about this with. um. The security guard at work, the same one I was talking about last time. And um, he made a list. He took my notebook that I was writing my list of like my top 10 faves. If it's Christmas at Grandma House, I want to hear these. And he made a list and was like, here you go. And I was like, I don't want your raggedy list. I'm going to make my own list. Thank you. But I'll, I'll tell you his list, okay? Thank you. You can tell me if you agree. He said these are in no particular order, but I am going to order mine. What, top 20? 10. I don't know if I could do a 20. I don't know if I feel that way about uh, 20 songs, to be honest. You know what I'm... I don't know. (laughs) 10 was hard enough. Mm. So... For me, I mean, half that list is temptation, so I could said that and I don't agree with that. I mean you sleeping. Am I? But there's a lot of there's a lot of decent and contemporary black Christmas songs. Well so, maybe not a lot, but it isn't enough, I guess. Let me tell you his list, okay? He put in no particular order, I'm just gonna read it from top to bottom. Stevie Wonder, What Christmas Means. I'm just reading it the way he wrote it. Some of these songs I never heard of, so I don't even know if that's a real title. You never heard that? Uh, I personally I am not know. a big Stevie Wonder fan. I'm bad, I find him to be I'm bad at names. Very commercial. You know, oh, not the names. Name of yeah, name, name of songs. Stevie Wonder, because I'm like, oh, <laughs> nah, nah, give it, nah, the name of the song, girl. The name of the song. <laughs> you, you coming for my black card, yo. <laughs> The second time, you know. <laughs> All right, now. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and your link with a bitch. I, I felt your hand coming through the like eight. <laughs> so, number two is Sleigh Bells by TLC. Mm. And uh, number three is This Christmas by Donnie Hathaway. And he was very passionate about it being Donnie Hathaway. And I told him, you know, I like that Chris Brown version, too. Mm. They both slap. I said, you can mix both of them in the playlist, and I'd be quite satisfied. I like it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a good cover. We talked about movies last time, right? The... <clears throat> we was talking about Corona last time. Oh, wait. I mean, do we stay on topic? Oh, no, do we, we stay... ever stay on topic? Yo, I had to. Yo, I was listening to the podcast. I was like, I was like reading your description. I was like, we should have called the podcast uh, "Struggle to Stay on Topic." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I died. I was, I, about that today. I was like, why didn't we call this? Can we stay on topic? <laughs> That's funny. But uh, I felt like we was talking about black black Christmas movies at one point. I'm sure we were, but we were not supposed to. Have, <laughs> right? but anyway, that was a good movie. It's still a, still a good movie. It was I a, did a like classic that movie. For me. 
Loretta Devine is the best black mom, I swear. It's like she was born to play the black mom mm. in movies. Mm. Her and uh, Alfred Woodard. <sighs> I lost the cap to my Apple Pencil. I'm, I'm very sad now. Okay. Apple. Yeah. All right. So then he put uh, Have Yourself a Merry Christmas by Nat King Cole. My mom had a Nat King Cole Christmas album on vinyl. And she would play it every year and she would have like a charcuterie pack and we would like snack on it and we would chill and she would have like candles lit. Depending on where we were living. Charcuterie. Is that, that, yeah. that that metal tin of cookies? Is that what you're talking about? What's the Absolutely not. What's the char- what is that? What did you say? Charcuterie is a uh, dry meat. And sometimes cheeses, but oh. a cheese board is a cheese board. A charcuterie is a meat. Sometimes people combine them, but actually they're two different things. My bad. But sometimes people combine them and call them a charcuterie. But it's like dry meats and antipasta, like gherkins and mustard and stuff like that. So she would do that. We would snack on them with crackers and stuff. It was like a tradition. We did it all the time when I was little. I loved it. I loved those little meat things she used to buy, like miniature summer sausages and dill cheeses and all kind of stuff, little fancy things. So when she would play Nat King Cole's album, and all my life, I only ever heard that album <laughs> in in relation to his name. Oh. And I thought he was a white man. Nah. And then I saw him on television, and I was like, oh, he's mighty chocolate. What? I was like, that's Nat King Cole. When I got older, I was like, he's black as fuck mm. i was so confused i said that's the man that was on the record player because <laughs> it doesn't look like what i heard but that was the style of music at the time so i guess you know yeah there's a bunch of i guess a bunch of uh deep deep tone singers that almost kind of hard to tell their their uh race every now and then that's the way they used to say at that time. It so it wasn't like they put Destiny Child, Destiny Child, or Beyonce on there. Don't t- he put. Don't tell me he put no, Mar- Mariah Carey. He, he put Mariah Carey next. Uh, All I want for Christmas is you. Of course. I love that song. It's so fun. Yeah. I don't want a lot for Christmas. It's not a bad song. It's just. It's just everybody's favorite song. It's not my favorite. But when it come on, I do like it. Like, I, I always feel like I'm tired of it until it come on. And then I'm like, uh, 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 I just want to box. I feel it. like she could just, she could like re, like remake it, right? Or re- remaster it. Like, just re- remix it with her new voice. That's what she needs to do. Mariah Carey is like the queen. But she, of she still, I wonder if she got paid this Nobody's year. Nobody's going to make a bigger Christmas hit ever. It's never going to happen. Because, you know, I feel like everybody make Christmas albums. They do covers of the same Christmas songs, mm-hmm. and they try to make them in their style. And sometimes they become like a hit, depending on the, the the person. And sometimes they don't. Like everybody got a Christmas song. There's so many. I was just looking at different people on Spotify who have Christmas albums that I didn't even know, and because some of them don't really catch. But then every now and then, people write originals. Mm-hmm. And I feel like those originals, like the new Christmas songs, 
those always become like classics in the black community as opposed to those they covers should. of those other songs. They need to. So a lot of the songs on my list are originals. Like the song, um, All I Want For Christmas Is You by Mariah Carey, that's an original Christmas song. It's not a cover like freaking Jingle Bells and shit. Is it? You can she make it your what you own. Mean? She, she made that? Oh, wait, what you mean? That's, that's not a song from like fucking 19... 19- she, you know, she wrote the song. Who wrote, who, who wrote it? Do you understand? That Christmas song has been around for like years since Black, like Jim Crow, and people keep yeah. singing them. I'm saying, like, like Jingle who, the song that she, you said is it's original. I'm saying, who wrote that song? Oh, I don't know. Let's see. I, do do is Mariah Carey a songwriter? Or does she just do the singing? Uh, you know, some artists don't write their own. I'm not shit. sure. I didn't follow her oh, that much. That song went platinum. Uh, last year, I wonder if she got because you know she was like basically like her, her time of year is like Christmas. You know she would go on tours and shit like that and everything. And uh, like I wonder, uh, I wonder how she's named, getting, how she's getting her money. A man money. named Walter. Oh, how you pronounce this? What is this? Walter. Oh, I wonder if they're still gonna make her sing like at the at a parade, mm-hmm. a virtual parade. That the man who wrote the, Macy the man who wrote this song from Mariah Carey is from Brazil. His name's Walter. I'm not about to try to pronounce his last name. Just know he's not from America, and his name reflects that. And he's a songwriter. He writes a lot of music. Let's see. So... Uh, so the examples would be Star Child, which is an album by Tina Marie. So is it original? Uh, is, it, have. is it original? Oh uh, yeah, what... he wrote that shit. So in that 19... was whatever ninety when it came out. Hasn't other people sing it? I could have. Sw- I I never do. If it is original, that's interesting. Let's see. I never. Uh... Let us let us see. All I want for Christmas is you. Uh, co-wrote and co-produced with Walter. Uh, she wrote nice. that shit. Impressive. Nineteen ninety four. Impressive. Yep. Damn, it's been that long. Yeah, it turned 20 last year, I think. How long has Mariah Carey been out? No, 25. Mariah Carey? Isn't she in her 40s? Bitch, why on fucking... I thought she was hot when we was like in high school. Yeah, but she was really young. You know, a lot of people get signed when they're really young. Jeez. So they, they get signed so young, they look young forever. When it's really that they've been singing since they were like 17. Or even younger. Monica was like 14 when she recorded her first album. I know you. Yeah. So Mariah Carey's age on Wikipedia is a range. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. What? <laughs> it says born March 1969 or 1970, age 50 through 51. I don't. I ain't never seen it before in my life. That's when you know you're real good at lying about your age. They put a date range. The fuck is this? Yeah, I think. So, oh, go ahead. So, uh, yeah, that's the original, and uh, I feel like that's probably why it's such a bop. It's like a Christmas song. I feel like I like those better when they write their own Christmas song as opposed to trying to take one of them old ass 
unseasoned sauce and throw some lorries on it. Yeah. Sometimes it works, like the Temptations. Sometimes it don't. The originals, I, I, I tend to lean towards those. So the next one on his list is another original, which is one of my favorites. Is Let It Snow by Boys to Men. I feel like I, I, I like I know let I've heard snow, of most of these just songs. I just don't, uh, you know, when snow. it's Christmas season. I was talking about uh, talk, my um, or talking about this with my girlfriend. Like when it's Christmas season, or if I'm just listening to Christmas songs, I just listen to to you know playlist after playlist. Just as long as it's festive and jolly, damn it, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I I barely even know who I'm listening to. So well, yeah, are. no, I know some of these because growing up I know them, but. Uh, next on his list, number seven is uh, Merry Christmas Baby by Charles Brown. Number eight is Christmas in Hollis by Run DMC, which pissed that lady off at my job. Uh, number nine is Silent Light by The Temptations. Yes, and number is. 10 is Do You See What I See by Whitney Houston. But actually the song is called Do You Hear What I Hear. Um, but he didn't know that. He just probably sung it. You know how you sing it to yourself? Mm-hmm. Just try to think of the name and then you write it down. His honorable mention was Dog Pound, Santa Claus is going straight to the ghetto. <laughs> Who's that by? Dog Pound. Oh, dog. Did I hear it? I feel like I heard that song. I feel like I heard it, but when he said it, I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but I feel like I've heard of some kind of Santa Claus to the ghetto. Oh, you know, I think it's James Brown's version. Is that Dog so you want to hear my list? Yeah. I, I was thinking Snoop. Me too. When I hear, uh, but James Brown has a song called Santa Claus in the Ghetto or some shit like that too. Yeah. And it might be a cover. Shit, I don't know if they made a cover of it. That's the thing. A lot of Christmas songs are covers. But um, let me tell you my list, and this will be ranked mm-hmm. according to like my favorite. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna go from least favorite to favorite. And most of my favorites has to do with personal preference, like songs I really, really like, and nostalgia. Stuff I really, really grew up on. And when I think about it, it just takes me real right back to my grandma's house. Because my grandma yep, had records. She would play her Christmas songs. So this is what my grandma did. <laughs> she had all these Christmas albums on vinyl, which I didn't get any of after her funeral which I regret to this day. I got her record player, but I didn't think about actually taking the record. I think I just wanted to go. But, you know, it's a funeral. So, mm-hmm. I um, remember she would, uh, she made a mixtape, basically, with her cassette tape player. So, she would play the record and record it on, like, a Walkman. And she made, like, a mixtape so she wouldn't have to keep changing the record of the record. Mm-hmm. So it had like this record sound. You know how the, the re- vinyl has that sound to it mm-hmm. from the needle, which I love. Certain songs and certain artists, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, I have a really big collection of records now because I love vinyl. I grew up listening to it with my grandma. And certain artists I just can't buy. Like Jahai got into vinyl because of me. And he's always buying like rap albums. Yeah. I just can't listen to a rap album on a vinyl. Well, that the old school rap. Out after no, that that came out after like two thousand. Yeah, I'd, uh, 
they're just not because before they made them for vinyl because for DJs. Mm, that's but why I want to start. I want to start collecting vinyl. Yeah, oh, we should go vinyl them. shopping. I got like to get some I know all the best hip hop albums, all the best spots, but you got to really dig. So you got to you got to take a day to go vinyl shopping because you got to dig in the crates. I don't buy um, new vinyls too often unless it's a special edition because I like to collect those special prints or if it's um, a limited edition or if it's an album that I know it's not like an old version of it. Mm-hmm. It's a newer album, but I would like to hear it on vinyl. Mm-hmm. Like um, I bought Scissors album on vinyl. That's not something you could find in the crates. But if you're looking for like old school, good quality stuff, you should dig in the crates because the old, I don't know how they print now, but the old vinyls have a better weight to them and they have a better sound. The older ones, the newer ones are really, really light, the pressing of them and the sound quality isn't horrible, but I think without that, that weight, Mm -hmm. the needle kind of bounces around. I don't know if if you're like an audiophile, you'll probably when you get into it, you'll start to be able to tell the difference. Yeah, but like I have um, what's his name? Michael Jackson. I got off the wall and I found a used one. They reprinted it after he died for like the anniversary. They look really nice because they put like the album on the actual vinyl, the the cover, the artwork. But they're new prints, so the sound isn't the same as the old version it's much better to get the old so when you when you get into it when you start wanting to go we can go it'll be so much fun yeah i'm down it'll be so much fun so she will do that and so when i went to listen to some of the songs that she used to play all the time on spotify i just i didn't like it (laughs) like it sounds too crisp and clear I need to hear the record yeah. scratch on it. Like I need to hear the the crackle of the the ne- the needle going through the record. Mm-hmm. Certain because I grew up hearing it, so I don't know how it sounds any other way. So I was listening to some of these songs today because I was going over my list, and I was like, "Well, I want to listen to some of it." And I just some of these the older ones, I just don't. I can't hear it on a streaming service. I need the record. So I might see if I can find them. So number 10 is DMX, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, on my list. Because that shit is hilarious. I love it. You have to Rudolph the Red-Nosed What? What? Had a very shiny. <laughs> yeah. I don't, you got you to you gotta watch him uh, sing it live or sing it I in the video. video but, of him singing it, but I never saw the whole interview. How did they even get him to do that? He must have been high that day. Well, I mean, but he he was doing a bunch of stuff that day. I, like I, I'm, try, I'm trying to remember because how many times he's been on that. He's always every every Breakfast Club interview he does, he stands up at some point in the interview, and it's it's so like <laughs> it's so interesting because he's the only nigga that do that, and he does it every time. Why? Like it's just yo, your boy just has so much energy. Like he's 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 you know he, you know okay. he's a you know he's a, he's he's a goat in the. Uh, in the community, man, because he definitely put his heart on the. He looks like a little guy, though. Like he looks yeah, he short. Is. Well, he is short. He is short. He, and that's you know that's just how he talks. <laughs> that's what uh, Cat Williams said. <laughs> he 
said, uh, yo, bitch, I want some water. It's good. <laughs> we are in he said, public. He, <laughs> he said, nigga. <laughs> Calm but, down. Uh, what you yelling for? Yeah. Good times. And, so but I have a, I, I have a, I have a, I guess a similar, not a story, but a similar relationship with Christmas music. Like every time, like that's, that's why, you know, I could listen to Christmas music, with, uh, uh, all year round, just because you know it, it brings me of like I guess more positive memories of uh, we used to go to uh, New York. Um, we moved, like I said, we moved from New York when I was at seven, but we used to always go back. Um, and my grandma would always play, you know, her Christmas uh, records and playlists and stuff like that. And it was just you know family family times, good stuff. We'd always get in like game consoles and all types of stuff, being around family. And food, <laughs> game so. So you know, that's good all, memories. That's all. That's all y'all want for Christmas: game consoles. No. So, but my dad, my dad would always get his stuff after you know, and then he would play it. He would open and play it the night before, and then wrap it back up and give it to us. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. yeah oh that. my god! So I got to test it for quality. That's what he said. <laughs> got to make sure <laughs> make sure it's suitable for you kids. <laughs> So my number nine is. Uh, oh, you're Santa going Claus. backwards. I thought you were done. What? <laughs> what? I told you the dudes list, and I started on mine. Yeah, but you Can started you counting up? backwards. No, I, we I was talking so much. I could have sworn. We gonna go from the least. All right, my bad, my bad. Let's get through this. We only got. We only. We don't have much time. Let's get through them. Let go. Okay. Number nine is Santa Claus is coming to town by Jackson Five. Mm. Honestly, I'm not a big That's Jackson Five fan. I like that song. Why not? Um, you don't like Jesse Five? No. I like Michael after his balls drop. Uh, there's so many things I could comment on that, but uh, <laughs> we'll just keep it like, moving. I don't like how kids sound when they sing. It's so fucking annoying. Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh my God. I mean, I like this song. Santa Claus. But like, uh, what's the other one they got? I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. I fucking hate uh, it. Oh my god, it's so. Whiny. I really did. <laughs> I really did see yeah, my. Oh. Yeah, that, that was so funny, yo. Every <laughs> time, every time I hear Jackson Five songs, I think of uh, old buddy in the in the the Jackson Five documentary. Or what was that documentary? Not the documentary. The uh, you know that movie, the, the Jackson Biopic. Five little mini, the mini series. Yeah, yeah. That was on uh, VH1. Yeah, I always think of. What, what show he was in? He was in um, damn it. He grew up to be in uh, not Moesha, not uh. Moesha. The first of all, I don't remember I that shit. I saw that when I was very I young. Look it up. I is don't it remember. Cooper? I just know the fucking. Oh wait, Mr. Cooper. <laughs> but um, yeah. That's uh, um, what's number okay. eight? So what's number eight? This Christmas song, oh, sorry, The Christmas Song by Nat King Cole. I love it. Every time I hear that song, it reminds me of when me and my mom used to chill and eat our cheese, our fancy cheeses and meats and um, snack and chill and under a blanket and listen to the record. That was our Christmas thing we used to do. This was when I was really little. I was like five or six. Mm-hmm. Very vivid memory of this. I have a shitty memory, but I remember that. <laughs> Number seven is Eight Days of Christmas by Destiny's Child. I love that song. It's so cute. 
I just thought it was so cute. The first time I heard it, I fell in love with it. They played it on 106 in Park, and she was like, she wrote that when she was a kid and never released it. And then it's like, we should do a Christmas album. And she was like, let's do this song I wrote a long time ago when I was real young. It's stupid and cute. Let's put it on there. And so they did it. <laughs> and they put it on there. I'm so in la 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 la. He does to me. My man, my man, my baby. Doesn't it feel like Christmas is in love? Call him Shake. Okay. That's his name, Jason Wheeler. Jason. Like Jason Wheeler. Yeah, he was on. He was in Drumline. He was a dude that uh that pledged but didn't talk to people. Oh, he, the funny, uh, funny guy. And he was uh the voice he's of the, on the voice of Sim- He was on the voice. Of, he was the voice of Simba. Of Simba. He was Simba's singing voice. Yeah. Um, yeah. He wasn't. Well, his... Anna's a. Uh, and his talking voice. No, too. the white, the white boy from uh, Huckleberry no, I thought, Finn. Yeah, yeah. His voice. Huckleberry Finn. And he was Simba's singing voice. He was Huckleberry Finn. I thought. Um, let me see. I'm trying to remember the. What I said. Goddamn boy. I thought the he was. The white um, boy from Huckleberry Finn was the. I heard what you boy. said, but I never saw. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I know he was from um, uh, Home Improvement. Yeah, him. Um, you never seen Huckleberry Finn, that Disney movie. No, I saw a Huckleberry fan, but I don't remember him being in there. So, uh, uh, um, I think it's called Tom. I think it's called Tom and Huck. Oh yeah, right. That's a Huck. That's Huck. Yeah, I know. I didn't see it, but I know what you're talking about. I remember. That oh, well, I saw it. So, um, and I think he was in another movie like Indian. So yeah, there was some. There was that controversy. I was trying to think. I know he Jonathan did the singing Kenneth voice. Thomas. That's his name. I know he Jonathan did the uh, the singing parts, but I thought that I thought the other dude. I thought he just didn't do the adult Simba for was, certain reasons because he was booked. He was, he was so pretty cute. booked. But yeah, he, I thought um, he was the cutest white boy. I was like, what happened to him? He was adorable too. The white kid did he the talking song. Yeah. He, um, the black boy, the black voice of Simba, I thought both of them was cute, but the black voice of Simba, he was, a, he made a song um, a long time ago and it was like a hit. But then he didn't make any other song. What's his name? What's his name? Jason what? Weaver. Weaver. Your dog is uh, upset again. He took about three, four years off. He was on a show this year, but... One Call Away. That's the song he made. He was in some damn show. Remember that song with Chingy? Nope. (laughs) You motherfucking lying. Nope. You know what I'm talking I'm a player. Smart guy. That's what he was in. Smart guy. I didn't even oh, see yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. No, I guess I did. What Smart guy was kind of sister sister this he song? was in too. Are you taking me back now? You taking me back? About <laughs> 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 to bring up, bring up them things, man. Bring up the memories now. Yeah, Yo, Jason's in that. Jason Weaver's in that. That's him singing. Yeah, he sings the chorus. I know, yeah, I know he did a bunch the of other stuff. Gen Zers are like, who is that? What's a Chingy? And 
What? Changi's <laughs> yeah. career got ruined by a trans woman named Sydney Starr because she said that she fucked him. And it turned out to be a lie. And the funny thing about that story is that everybody, everybody was so willing to believe it. I'm like, damn, Chingy looked that gay. They believe that shit like nothing. Nobody questioned it. Nobody questioned. Maybe she's doing this for clout. They was like, well, yeah. Clout that nigga wasn't looked. invented at that time. And nor Although, was the... dating a trans woman, I don't think that really makes you gay. Unless she's she's not. Well, okay, this is a different climate. Because if she's pre-op, issues, then so. I guess you kind of could be because she still has a penis. People didn't talk about it back then. I don't know. It's so complicated. Anywho, that's um Jason Weaver. See, look at you. See how off topic you get. You spent five minutes talking, and you still on number seven, number six. That wasn't five minutes. I'm on number seven. We're on number six now. That wasn't five minutes. That was like three. Number six is Slay Ride by TLC because they play it on the radio, and I just can't. Slay Ride. It's like ingrained in me. I have to hear it because they play it on the radio all the time. You know what I'm talking about? Slay Ride. Oh, slavery. Have a very merry Christmas and yeah. a happy new year. Yeah, good songs. That song. Good songs, good songs. It is. And then All I Want for Christmas is You, which we already talked about. Let It Snow by Boys to Men. I love it. You know that song, yeah? Mm-hmm. And I didn't know Babyface was featured in that. This is news to me. I thought it was just Boys to Men. Uh, I wanna. I'm gonna ask you a question, but I'm gonna wait till you finish your list. Silent Night by The Temptations. Silent. That's my no, shit, that's bro. That's my highest part. That's it's my like, shit. Ah! Well, obviously that was the that was blues and voice. Then the other dude was like, voice. "A Merry Christmas from the, the Temptations." <laughs> <laughs> um, this Christmas. By Donny Hathaway, although I do like the Chris Brown version, the Donny Hathaway version. Yeah, you mentioned right? that. <laughs> you always got to yeah. defend that. Because <laughs> the old heads don't want to have it. They won't have it. They like, well, I won't there. see it. We got to give uh, Chris Brown some some props. Like, he has to be, you know what I'm saying? There's a number of good songs that he has, but he only has that one Christmas song. Like, we could give him that. You know what I'm saying? Shaking hands, shaking hands. I love it. That was the first song I played when I changed to the uh, the cultured and seasoned playlist at work. I played this Christmas first, and my director was loving it. He was like, "This Christmas, <laughs> everybody got real black real quick." Start, start <laughs> so the side. Yeah, everybody started dancing because I was playing the other stuff, and they played some song with a donkey. It had like a it was called like a donkey for Christmas. And it was like, he on, he, I was like, oh my <laughs> God. I was like, what is this? <laughs> and I told him, I said, y'all got a few more minutes of this and I got to change this list. I cannot. That's what's up. And you laughing, but it was, it was one of the worst Christmas yeah, songs I ever it, heard. For the and I told him, I was like, what is this? And uh, the, one of the security guards was helping us. He was like, I've only ever heard this song three times. I said, it's my first time hearing it and I never want to hear it again. I said, I can already tell I hate it. What's your I number one? Like Grinch? Nobody said Grinch yet. No oh, way, that's not black. But sorry. What is it? Green? Never mind. Forget I said that. <laughs> yeah, evil. <laughs> oh my god! I used to. I'm trying to take your black card. You giving it away? 
<laughs> no, I don't know why I just randomly thought about that. I'm like, all these Christmas songs, ain't nobody talking about the Grinch. Because that shit just keeps playing every time I play my Christmas list. But I realize we're talking about black songs. I'm like, oh, you stupid. <laughs> anyway, what's your number one? My number one is Merry Christmas, Baby. But it is specifically the Otis Redding version, not the original. Anybody here to see the you, Otis? <laughs> Ain't nobody here to see you, Otis. <laughs> Yo, that's the. It is funny. That's I sent you that list, right? Coming to see you. I sent you that that list of black movies, right? It's funny how like every like most of the black movies like they have that one scene that almost like makes everybody like fall in love with the with the whole movie. You know what I'm saying? And that everybody that's knows, gotta yeah. be that's gotta be that scene. I'm like because he couldn't respond. His face was like, damn. I work here too. He said it was like disgust. Look up and down and then stood up and like that's funny, yo. His mouth every time I see that scene, because people tweet it all the time. His mouth was literally an upside down dude. He was disgusted that Otis even suggested that man motherfucker came to set eyes on him. He was so disgusted. Yo, that that is not one of the biggest you ain't shit moments in black history. (laughs) Oh boy, yo. Oh my god, I want to go watch it now. <laughs> oh, that's what that's what it is. There's certain scenes in movies when you see it or think about it, you got to go watch the whole movie now. Right, right. You got because we was talking about the at work we was talking about the bats because one of the girls there never seen bats. She never heard of it, but mm. she's like 28 or something. But I feel like that's close enough to see it. Like that's close enough to us. She's still a millennial. Yeah. I don't know where she been all her life. And we was talking about it and laughing. And we was talking about what's his name? Wasn't he in that too? Jason Weaver. Was he? Wasn't that him in the record store when the, the butler was looking for the the music? Um, I don't know. I got his IMDb up right now. I don't see it. Maybe it was um the dude from the Players Club, Dollar Bill's uh assistant. You know what I'm talking about? You talking about uh? Crackhead Ezell. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was him. And uh, the butler was in the store, and we was talking about, remember when he jumped up on the thing? And he was like, you want that Uncle Luke? Get on up and shake that thing. He jumped on the side of the thing. And the, the butler just was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and as soon as she said it, I saw the whole scene in my head. And I was like, I got to go watch this movie now. <laughs> he was like, what you know about that that Tupac? He was like, break yourself, boy. You don't know that. <laughs> boy. Yeah, so that's one of the funniest things. Oh my so, god, we should do an episode on that. So I wanted to ask you, um, so we was talking about the songs. We you was just talking about. Uh, Have you heard the oldest Redding version of Merry Christmas? Damn, I'm right I in the middle know. of my damn question. You're just gonna be I like, so know. about no, that's this? My that's my number one. And if you never heard it, you need to go listen to it. It after this is over, like immediately. Uh, I feel like I have, but. Not by me. No. Mm. It doesn't stand out to me. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's not. You know, it's no, not, that's like my grandma used to me. say that all the time. So that's like, 
that's like it touches me. It really brings me back to being with my grandma. But I probably know. Like, I probably forever. I probably do love it just the same. <clears throat> but I was gonna ask. Um, we were just talking about doing covers and stuff like that. Do you think that? You know, because especially with with black culture and stuff like that, we have this issue with people appropriating our shit and then people forgetting that black people made it, obviously, with every other fucking music genre in the world. So when it comes to like doing covers for like traditional Christmas songs, we know we named some of the ones that black people have done of older covers. But how would you feel if, say, like Adele or I'm trying to let me think of maybe somebody like. Uh. Trying to think of a white rapper that I that I would Eminem. that I would want to listen to, besides Eminem. Well, Eminem is the OG, but I'm saying basically like a white rapper would like uh, uh, do a cover. Macklemore? Do a yeah, <laughs> if Macklemore did a cover of uh, Run DMC's uh, Christmas like Christmas Dallas, or like you know uh, you said, well Mariah Carey's considered white, but. Uh, one, of, one, of TLC's, one of TLC's one of TLC's songs. Is and black. Everybody said it, but she passes for white. Oh my god! Very strong. She don't, even, she don't even. She you gotta actively pass the pass. She 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 align herself with niggas so much. Yeah, her I mean, I agree with that. I'm just saying she she passes Russ easily. Look like somebody iron off at a cookout. All right now. All what right, are easy. you talking? Jeez, about? <laughs> I didn't say all that. <laughs> She but anyway, how would you feel? <laughs> how would you feel if uh, <laughs> if white people started like what, your first thought would be like, "What the hell are you doing?" and this and that, right? It wouldn't be. I, I know me, I would think that, like, "Why are you fucking stealing black people shit?" Like, stop. If Taylor Swift tried to do a cover there of go. fucking Eight Days of Christmas" by Destiny's Child, right? You feel some type of way. She will. She will get gutted by Black Twitter. So and then like compare that to the question of like longevity. Oh my god, that's like when she did a cover of September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, really? Compa- compare that to um, the the longevity of like black black songs and, and stuff like that. How can we keep something traditionally besides obviously us doing covers of black songs, other black songs, but like the big kind of not melting pot, but the the sharing of cultures and stuff like that. Do you feel like black people kind of we get in our 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 own way in times and and niche opportunities like that, or do you feel like fuck it, we just it either dies or we recreate it because we. I feel like so music. Uh, <clears throat> I feel like music, the heart of certain styles of music, is in a bubble. And slowly it trickles out and reaches other people. Mm-hmm. But at its core, the 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 bulk of the love for that genre is within like a bubble of a culture. So does that make sense? So you're saying as long as it's like, so like as long as they where, grow up with where the love? it is its most dense is within black culture. Although it trickles out in media, in movies and things. And people of other cultures and white people, because they have no culture, white people uh, and other cultures heard the song before. They're aware of it. They know what it is. They recognize it. The love for it and what keeps it being played and alive is us. 
So I don't think we get in the way. I think we keep it going because they will forget about it in a heartbeat. But at the same time, they have music that they feel that way about as well. Like Bruce Springsteen and the Beatles. White people love that shit. That's mm. old music. I hate the Beatles personally. They are. Yeah, I can see that. So <laughs> But there's a difference Water between appropriation and just like hearing somebody you don't like to look at sing a song that you love. <clears throat> but um, so you're so you're basically just saying. So you're... I don't I don't know if doing a cover is considered appropriation. Well, I mean, I only say I only put appropriation onto it because uh, when you when you uh, zoom out and you look at how many times black people have started music genres whole genres and then they basically white people have come in and basically just took that shit and quote unquote became the face of it you know what i'm saying so like rock and roll is white now you know what i'm saying so yeah but rock and roll is an extremely large umbrella term because like reddit there's a bunch of sub genres underneath and most of those are not from black people. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I agree, but I, but my my point is my point is the history of is 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 has been washed. That's that's where I I put the appropriation part in. Oh yeah. So originally, yeah, 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 yeah. Elvis and them. Yeah. So. But yeah, but it's evolved to some other. So you're basically saying you you you'd be okay with it if the person is already accepted by the culture, like Eminem. So if Eminem did, I could see that being accepted. You know. But um, I only I only like it if it sounds good. I don't care. <laughs> when it comes to music, music's an art form. It's like any other art. That's like me being mad if some white person come up with a really good collard green recipe. Mm-hmm. Cooking's an art. Making music's an art. If they're good at it, I like it. Like that's good. If they can sing, like John B can sing, he's white. So you... Robin can sing, he's white, even though he's trash person. Uh, what you call it, Tori, Tori Kelly? That girl can sing. She's white as hell. So if she did a cover of Mariah Carey, "All I Want for Christmas," and it sounds good, I'll listen to it. I like it. Okay. I just like when they do the cover justice. Yeah. I don't like when they try to dilute it. That's and cool. that's vice that's cool. versa. If some black people take a cover just as of long a song, as, just as long as it's and they just... try to black it up, like when fucking what's his name, R. Kelly tried to make a separate version of the Star Spangled Banner, I was like, can somebody please, can somebody get him? <laughs> oh, it's so it was so bad. He's a horrible person, anyway. Fuck them. But yeah, it just depends on if they do the song justice. A black person can do somebody else's song and I don't like it. When the when the dream did a cover of Aaliyah One in a Million, I was so mad. Yeah. It was the Well worst. when uh well some people don't feel like that. Some some people have biased ears, but I mean I, I, I kinda agree with you. Like I wish we were all there. Some people but mentally I mean I I know I know we're not but I know, well, yeah, but I, I know we're not. But didn't you, you, you just said, didn't you say in one of, one of these episodes that you dislike that shit? <laughs> you might not find it disrespectful like, it. like other people. You just think I they're ugly. Think I, don't, I don't think it's appropriation. I think it's disgusting. Yeah, that's just shit. Some people, but some people do, and they take offense to it, you know? But People take offense because they have had, they've been treated a certain kind of way because they have dreadlocks. 
But when you look at the kind of white people that have dreadlocks, the motherfuckers be looking homeless. It's not like they CEOs of Fortune 500 companies with dreadlocks. Yeah. They out here working at fucking tattoo shops and record shops and serving as a bartender. Like, it's not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're like yeah. hippies. It's not, so when people would be like, you know, I had this job and they, they made me cut off my dreadlocks. I'm like, one, I don't think a job should tell you how to wear your hair because they don't tell white people how to wear their hair. But white people with dreadlocks usually are like, Bummy, like they just—they're bummy, like shade, no shade, no shade. Sound, but sound like the shade. ones I've seen, dark. the ones I've, the ones I've seen—they're not out here like, you know, owning businesses and several businesses, and you know. Yeah, I feel. You. Cool. Well, we got that out the way. Ow, that shit hurt. All right, uh, Miss Chefette. So, what's the word of the day? All right, let me pull this up. Word of and the while night. I pull this up, I'll say word of the week. When it comes to Christmas music, I don't think it. I think most Christmas songs originated as white people shit anyway, because Christmas is some white people shit because it's based from Christianity, which white people use to control black people back in the days converting them to Christianity. You just turned to shit hella political. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the bait the origin the where Christmas originates is European and Roman mm-hmm. at its core. So the songs are already appropriated when we go ahead and put it to a trap beat or whatever we do to it to jazz it up anyway. Mm. So, and we don't do it for uh, Christmas. We do it for family. Mostly when we have songs, these songs, it has to do with being with the family. It don't have nothing to do with Christmas. Can when you, when you listen to some original? First of all, Parcadia I just want to put this song, out there. That song, like the one with the donkey? that song about the girl saying, <laughs> Hey, what's in this drink? <laughs> that has got to be that song that uh, "Baby is Cold Out There" or "Baby is Cold Outside." That song. They rape song. I, hey yo, as an adult listening to that song, I'm like, that's a date rape song. Like, why is she that saying this? And I'm like, oh shit. Sexual harassment didn't exist, and two. Why do they still play that stuff? All this coming down on Bill Cosby. You know how many songs? You know how many? No, literally. You know how many songs? Uh, There's another topic, but how many songs that are, that literally talk about uh, something in somebody's drink or put or giving something to a girl to loosen the the mood? Like it's very fascinating some of the stuff that they normalize. It was back part of the culture. I was listening to a podcast that was well, about I'll say it was normalized, hijacking right? in a plane, and they was playing some of the old commercials for the stewardesses, which they're called flight attendants now. But back then they were all women, so they were stewardesses. Yeah, and they had to wear like shirts and heels and shit. Yeah, and part of their contract was Somebody, Did you tell me that? Weight. Somebody told me that. I was, I was, I, I never do that shit. I was like, oh wow, that's interesting. Yeah, and, like, stewardesses is disrespectful, weight. and it's like, oh well, yeah, yeah, because yeah, because basically like there's no laws in the air really. But in the <laughs> so... commercials, in the commercials for the planes, they were like, you know sexualizing the women 
as if you could come on the plane and like pat them on the ass mm-hmm. and it's fine because they would just smile for. and give you a drink right <laughs> and that was basically it so when the plane got hijacked it's... the woman got a note from the guy who hijacked it and she get notes so much she didn't even think about it she was just like all right another one of these and he was like nah 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 you need to open that note because what i'm about to get stuff for y'all wallet yeah yeah but she get holler at so much it's like part of it's just normalized, and I was like, "Oh people, God, it was so toxic." Yeah, people so disgusting. The movies bro. make it look fun, you know. You ever hear somebody say, "It used to look so cool in the whatever time period, insert time period here." Mm-hmm. I wish I was from insert time period here. I'm like, because everybody, You're not a white, everybody man. knew their Why place and stayed in it. <laughs> everybody knew I'm their like, place. That's just trash. Unless you're a white man, that's just trash. Yeah. All right. Gonna Word. Raped or killed. Word. Learn me something. Solidarity. Solidarity. That's not what I said at all. <laughs> I'm trying to use context clues. Solidarity. By with, it originated by words in that I know. in the early 17th century. I can give you a sentence. Uh, sure. You're not gonna make me spell it, are you? Many of the traditions started by the solidarity 200 years ago are still in practice. Was it a cult? Close. That was some good context clues. <laughs> Told you, I, I was strong in them, them, them shits. That's the main, <laughs> the best thing I learned from English class. I don't know what the fuck that is. Let me uh, look around it. I'm like, use your context clues. What the fuck? <laughs> is there, uh, what is it? A confraternity or association, especially a Roman Catholic religious guild or brotherhood. I fucking knew it. <laughs> uh, this sounds like some cool shit. Yeah, he said sound like. Some I mean, because you started off like, oh, it's a brotherhood. You know, what I'm saying it's a you know a, a diet gang. You know, and then you started talking about the whole religious context and Roman mythology and fucking date rapes in the oh, middle no, no, of night, no, 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 burning no. candles and shit. I, had, I hadn't pulled up the word yet. This was just a coincidence. What? Yeah, I just opened the word while we was talking. <laughs> I just randomly clicked on one of my emails. I didn't know what the word was. I don't have these prepared. I just pull them up. <laughs> I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm just, I'm talking about the word. It just so happens that when I was talking about that, it kind of was related to this. Look at God, the black one. <laughs> hey, yo. All right, everybody out there on the interwebs. Are we doing an episode tomorrow? No. I mean, tomorrow. Uh, next, week, I don't know. next week, next week, next week. Uh, sure. Christmas. Yeah, it's Christmas Eve. Maybe we'll make it earlier. Maybe we could do like Wednesday or something. You want to do Wednesday? Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, Sounds good. Wednesday. All right, everybody. Have a. Oh wait, no. We're, no. We're gonna, but no, because we're not gonna we're not gonna post next week's until after Christmas. So we might as well say Merry Christmas now. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Yeah, Mary, yeah, the white man's holiday. Yep. Oh, happy speaking Kwanzaa. of wisdom, happy Kwanzaa, baby. Yes, sir. Gang, 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 gang. Starts the, the day after Christmas. Yeah. I mean, doing. I better get my hands I don't want none of that wooden shit. I mean, how I do Kwanzaa is just like talk about it. You are, <laughs> I don't really. If you Instapot into anything if, and hand it to me. If I would. <laughs> Carve. Carve, Carve is. Out, uh, is <laughs> 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 I'm 
<laughs> yo, somebody hurt you with this <laughs> with this holiday, yo. <laughs> nice. Because you're an artist. Yeah, I I, I get it. I get it. And, and Kwanzaa, and, <laughs> I mean, it'll, it'll look pretty dope. Look look pretty pretty dope. I bet you. It'll, it'll look functional. I'll, I'll tell you that. Yeah. It'll look functional. Just don't I just don't plug it in. <laughs> just don't plug well, it. In. But I know goddamn well. All right, you guys. So, peace out. Have a great I'll night. Follow all her all the things. Uh, at the chef at that's T H E C H E F E T T E. And follow. why? Why you got it? Why you got it? Mm, nah, you. That's all you. That's, that's you. You got it. Like you out there, out there whoring with them ease over there. Mm. <laughs> they, just, they just fall in place like that. That's just mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. But uh, yeah, and just follow me, ah oh, boy. I'm called. Check out the the description because that's that's where you'll, you'll see my name. I, I'm tired of saying it. It's hard to say. I always type it in people's phone and just don't say it out loud, especially because my voice I is deep. So I just don't. Nah, nah. No, yeah, they're gonna work. Yeah. They're gonna work for it. They're gonna work for this fan. <laughs> but uh. <laughs> Yeah, or Ron Jones, the artist everywhere else. You always sound so loud in my earphones, and then when I go back, you know, I'm gonna turn you up this time. Turn me up. Turn me up in the headphones. Turn Turn me up. Is that a Buster Rhymes? Turn turn me up. Yo. Yo. What what was uh, what Dave Chappelle said? Uh, I can't hear. Yo, I can't hear. No, turn it up. All right. You ready? You ready? Nah, I can't. What? What's going on? What's this? This my art. I need some water. Can I get some water? I'm thirsty. (laughs) The whole song. Anyway. (laughs) Give me some. uh, I need you to walk the the queens. Give me some uh, Cambodian breast milk. (laughs) I drink only the finest of breast milks. Oh my god, what's wrong with him? Uh, good times. Damn it. I'm binging television for my birthday. Let's, well, let's if, do I don't it. Go, if I don't go anywhere. Let's do it. Fuck All it. Right, it's 2020. You gotta end it well. 2020 for two more weeks. Cool. This year has been trash, but at least we started this. Yes, ma'am. Alright, we out. We'll see you next Wednesday. We out. Peace. Yeah.